0: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Hello, and welcome to the All By The Popcorn podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about Black Widow. Finally, finally yes. being released. <laughs> like a year, like a year delayed
0: yeah, like over a year.
1: Yeah, which... I think it was supposed to release like last March or something, March of 2020 or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,
1: and, it, and and I was I was patiently waiting for it to be added to Disney Plus, like, like you know to, you know I, I thought I thought it was ready, like it, they were going to release it. Why didn't they just put it on, on Disney Plus while it was? Well, they, uh... didn't
0: they put it on Disney Plus? Like, but you had to pay for it.
1: Well, yeah, but, I mean, it was ready to release last year. This could have been one of the first things that they added to, like... D- well, not first things, I guess. Because when, when did Disney Plus release? 2019? in
0: 2019. Like, 2019. late 2019. But, dude, like, they wanted to make money off this movie. Like, they that was the reason why they made this movie. Like, Marvel movies are, like... Obviously, the TV shows they had already planned. But for this movie, it's, like... It's a blockbuster. It's going to make a ton of money. Like that's the point of it. <laughs> so if they true. just released it on Disney Plus, they weren't going to get as much money. Even even if you had to pay 30 bucks for it.
1: That's true. That's true cuz not cuz I mean not everyone even has Disney Plus. Um and it's possible like once you kind of put movies on on streaming services like that, then they're maybe like a little bit too easy to get.
0: Illegally. Well, that's what they were saying <laughs> with this movie. It was it was released at the same exact time as the in theaters one, and theaters were mad because people they're they're just not seeing as many people going to the movies right now. But to be honest, it's not necessarily because of Disney Plus. It's also because of the fact that we're still in a pandemic and people aren't going out to the movie theaters as much. Um, as I said in the last podcast, uh, they restarted our AMC A list so i saw this movie in theaters which i wanted to so that was good that i got to enjoy it um opening weekend and you went as well right to the theaters
1: yes this was the second movie i officially saw back in theaters um and uh not sure if i'll get a third one in we'll only have a couple more we'll only have like a week left of this month um but I don't know. I don't didn't think there was. I, I do know Jungle Cruise is supposed to be releasing this month, right? July. I think
0: that like this week,
1: this week. So I, I don't so. know. May, maybe I'll go see that as my third movie. I'm just sticking to like two to three, just just however many I need to make the the A list pass worth it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna subject myself to the to the movies as as many times as a week as I was before. Um, I'm just gonna. Yes. Go see the high priority movies that we want to talk about, um, and uh, just enough to make it worth my my twenty three ninety five or whatever the hell it costs now.
0: <laughs> it's like twenty five dollars,
1: I think. Re- re- really? I-, I just got charged, and it was like twenty three ninety something. $23.90? Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Well. But yes. You
1: know. <laughs> Black Widow. Yes. Waiting. So patiently for this movie, we were so excited to see it, and yeah, uh, and didn't know uh, when it was wait.
0: supposed to take place and everything. No, either, it so. did.
1: not So okay, so just just so just so I know that I'm correct, um, <laughs> this happens like kind of shortly after Civil War,
0: yes. or right
1: before Civil War happens, like, right
0: afterwards, like right after after Cap the whole. Is- on the run and various other people have been imprisoned um i think it was you know like ant man and (gasps) who else is also in that prison um because everybody who was on cap side yes lost yes so correct okay um but i really kind of didn't like, I should have watched Civil War in preparation and then watched the next movie after Civil War, which I think is Infinity War when it comes to, like, Cap and everybody. I think oh. we kind of see what happens with them after that. Because Yeah, very it's possible, like, this,
1: a Guardians came out or, like, a like Thor came, like, you know, Black all those Panther movies. Black Panther
0: came out, I think. Well, that's like true. Like, a all those bunch other of stuff came out after, but it was, like, we didn't get that character like we had Ant-Man as well I think Ant-Man and the Wasp or whatever or no that was actually after Infinity War anyway it's there was a couple things between this when this was supposed to take place I honestly think this should have been released during that time it is it is weird that it was so retroactively happening especially after we know the fate of Natasha Romanoff in Endgame and then yeah. watching her in this movie like it definitely increased the emotions but For sure. i think it would have hit her death would have hit harder in endgame if we have had this movie before you know it wasn't just like a movie that stuck in there you know
1: yeah cuz even though like like um you and i genuinely like like um natasha romanoff as as a marvel character but like yeah if we really wanted to like i i didn't cry when she died I I only cried when when Iron Man died, um, yeah. Be- because we've just we've gotten so much Iron Man and just love of Iron Man is just there, just in my heart forever. That I mean, so um, definitely having a little bit of, of, of backstory with Natasha would have definitely helped. Like, yeah, definitely increase those emotions and probably have me shed a tear for her um, mm-hmm. in Endgame. Mm-hmm. But I mean. Yeah, this is this is a little out of place for it for it to be happening so back in time. I mean, you know, it is the Marvel universe; things can really happen whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's not super surprising, but it is a little interesting. It is a little interesting that they chose like this, like this kind of specific time, which I mean, makes the most sense because this is when Natasha would have had the most downtime,
0: <laughs> right? Be-
1: being on the run, technically. Um,
0: yeah, and, and just doing her own s- thing. We got some clarity in this about, you know, obviously it references uh, Budapest, Budapest, yes.
1: Budapest,
0: um, yes, all of that situation and how she said she had red on her ledger in the very first Avengers movie, um, and that she went on this mission with Hawkeye, um, and it turns out that she was trying to kill the um, Red Room dude, um, Drakov and so she went after his daughter to get to him like basically blew up the whole building that he was in um
1: yeah including so. including her which is mm-hmm. like kind of a kind of a a main focal point not like a main focal point but like it's a pretty it's a pretty big portion of the of the story that happens like of kind yeah. of like how Natasha's feeling about you know what she's done and and what she's trying to um i guess like uh, uh, wipe away her sins in a way. Like she's yeah. she's trying to help people. She's trying to help the people that this man has wronged. And um, and I guess there was a greater there was a greater need to kill this man and um, and have like very few casualties. Um, even <laughs> if it was like a little girl.
0: <laughs> right, and like there, it's it, as a I think it's interesting because as like a bad guy, he was already established in her her like entire story as the bad guy like we didn't even really need him in the story he was like hardly in it and he was really only in the end and it was kind of just like everything surrounding him was more like visually there and like present but the whole like idea that he came back from the dead basically and continued the red room and that it's actually happening underneath natasha's nose um and like that for she, so like, many
1: years, yeah, yeah,
0: like she finally figured out that it was happening, but it was just like, I don't know, it it was it felt kind of like it was thrust in there awkwardly. Like, how did she not know about this? Like all these things, and I don't know, but I still liked it a lot. I'm not saying I didn't like it. It's just like, is she not looking out for the signs of like these, you know, um, widows all around the world because they were there.
1: Yeah, I mean, just the the fact that he was, that the main villain wasn't, like, shown up, didn't show up a lot, does make sense, because it kind of just shows just how powerful he is. He has, like, so many people working for him, or, you mm-hmm. know, brain brainwashed by him. But, yeah, I really don't see, unless Natasha was just so far removed, but, like, honestly, he said he had black widows everywhere. And, yeah. like, I guess, I mean, his her sister was... Um, Florence Pugh's character was kind of stuck in there, brainwashed for mm-hmm. a while, so maybe, mm-hmm. like, t- maybe she just, like, stayed off the radar, like, and, you know, couldn't, obviously couldn't tell Natasha what was happening, because she was brainwashed, so, but until she mm-hmm. was, like, freed by that, yeah. um, compound that someone had made, that, uh, red glitter, yeah. <laughs> that red powder, um, <laughs> that, like, unbrainwashes people, um, yeah i guess i guess it it seems a little weird that that you know with how how with how observant and like professional natasha is that she couldn't have figured out that this was still happening i mean i don't know yeah
0: well i mean i mean she's a
1: spy she should know what's (laughs)
0: happening but but the full story of this i think is actually very effective um as a starting from the very beginning of Uh, A secret mission that their family, in quotes, was going on. The fact that, you know, they were put together to be a sleeper, like, or a, a cell family, like, a spy family in the middle of Ohio. Um, and that the young Yelena didn't even know that she was, like, somebody who was trafficked and, like, owned by the Russians, basically, by this, like, guy. Um by Dreykov like her whole life and she had like no idea and she was like only six years old and thought she really had a real family with um you know Alexei and Melina and uh, Natasha um so that like whole family oriented story was like really well done and even starting from the very beginning watching them escape from America and in the plane and being shot at and then like Natasha trying to protect her younger sister at the airport in Cuba um, along with like Alexei being you know like a dad that was also an agent and so just kind of like having to see his feelings about letting go his children as well it was like a really like so many layers of pain already from the very beginning of this movie. Um, yeah and then just the girls being trafficked and and whatever like it was just so like heart-wrenching and these actresses were really great too yeah the the two
1: like little girl actor actresses were so good yeah and this, this movie like started really interesting as well like yes with the whole with the whole secret mission happening but then with that like kind of scary like montage that happened right mm-hmm. afterwards like like yeah, with starting with like all the girls point. getting like you know taken yeah. and like and then the pigs and this in the scientist room like the laboratories and and like it it felt it honestly felt like um <laughs> the theme song to true blood <laughs> like oh, like but yes. just all those random like scary images like mm-hmm. that's honestly what i was feeling when it was happening um yeah but yeah very like very dark as well like it's and um, and uh, might I say uh, topical as well um, with what's happening in today's society Uh, uh, Casey my roommate who went with me um, they were even uh, a little um, not concerned but they were wondering why they didn't see like a I don't know like like a PSA about like you know trafficking or something like i don't know or or mm-hmm. like a i don't know it, it just seemed like the movie just was very it was talking about this thing very specifically and like maybe they could have had like a i don't know a charity at the end or something i don't know or like something mm-hmm. so, something mentioning something um
0: well that yeah it's like yeah a lot of i know marvel doesn't do that but it
1: just it just felt like that kind of movie that it was like it was very hyper focused on this on this topic <laughs>
0: Well, that was like in taken as well, like that movie Taken with um, Liam Neeson. That's also about trafficking and stuff, like yeah. sex trafficking and stuff. Um Which yeah. you know, it definitely went into that territory. It was a PG thirteen, I think. Um, oh, was it? I believe so. They said, they said like shit and stuff in it. So. Um,
1: yeah, PG thirteen. Yeah. Art. Aren't all movies, I mean, aren't all uh, Marvel movies PG-13 or no?
0: Um, I don't know, but... I mean, this could have easily been R if they really wanted it to be. Um, but the thing is, like, they're not gonna make as much money. No. Um, but, yeah, like, the themes are pretty strong. It says, like, strong, uh, strong themes here. Which it definitely is, and it's a, it's an action movie, but it's also pretty serious in a lot of ways um it wasn't like i think that the comedy from it was definitely just with the characters obviously with alexei and florence yeah. pugh's character this wasn't a very one. funny
1: it wasn't a very funny yeah. movie i mean there were just some very like light-hearted moments like cracking some jokes and yeah, yeah cracking some jokes here and there kind of lighten the mood but all in all very it stayed very serious and and uh and yeah I mean the, the scenes with uh Florence and uh and Scarjo were just adorable. Just them being big sisters. They Florence was amazing. She was You were she, just waiting for me to just gush about Florence Pugh I was because... waiting. I was waiting. I mean, do we want to start with Florence? I mean what do we how do we how do we wanna do this? We we kinda mean, just, sure
0: We yeah, kinda just but... bounced
1: around and just like just touched on a couple of things. But like um Try, i'm trying to think but it feels like it's been eons since i've seen this movie already i <laughs> I, I was gonna I go actually see it do, again
0: but i never. i actually
1: do want to see it again yeah i can't wait for yeah. it to get on disney plus
0: because i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it again um i think i'm gonna go see it in imax because the first time i saw it i didn't see it in imax i just saw it in like digital oh um i think i'm gonna go like see the big the big one oh i'm gonna go
1: gonna go sit in the big theater
0: Mm -hmm. With all the big
1: sounds and the big booms.
0: The big, the big, big booms. (laughs)
1: The big booms. Make
0: Um, me all really scared.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm trying to, I'm I'm honestly trying to think back. Like, I don't, my mind is just not working right now.
0: (laughs) Well, we first see her in Morocco when she is that sleeper. Like, she's that agent, the brainwashed, because of, like, they, they actually, like, wired their brain to be, like... Able to be, um, actually altered. So basically, like their personalities and everything were just to follow that guy, um, Drakov. And yeah, they so could they with,
1: they could sense they they could feel everything that was happening and see everything. Like they knew mm-hmm.
0: what was happening,
1: but they, they really like, couldn't. Yeah, they were trapped inside their own bodies, basically.
0: Yeah. So we see her like actually murder one of her fellow widows. Mm -hmm, to get mm -hmm. freed and um then it changes over to natasha but just like watching her in the beginning you're like oh she's a really good fighter she's excellent at murdering as as alexei says like later when they're talking he's talking to both of them and he's like you were like the youngest assassin, and you you killed so many people. Like that was that was so funny. He was like, "I'm so proud of my girl."
1: He's like, "That's a great that's a great accomplishment that you've made." And she's just like, "Shut up! That's <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. what I want to be known for."
0: Um, but her dry like humor throughout the entire thing was amazing. Like her sarcastic like joking about Natasha really ratting on her about being a an avenger just being like you know you land and you pose and
1: you're such a poser all this stuff.
0: yeah you're such a poser, <laughs> poser. And, and just everything and her that... cute little
1: vest little vest oh little pockets She's
0: like, i bought this for myself it was like the first thing i bought for myself and you know it's just like her character was so infectious and so i mean obviously florence is a very attractive person in a lot of ways not just because of you know how she looks but her personality her her way of acting her emotion especially you know when she's talking about having a family and how much that meant to her and just like she does this like frowny thing a lot like she's like when she's trying to to cry like she just like gets so overcome with emotion that she just like makes a really ugly crying face and it's like the best thing about her honestly it's like she has, oh she,
1: has an, she has an amazing cry face yeah like it's, it's just
0: It's wonderful. Like she's so good. (laughs) I made so much fan art of her, including one where she's making her frowny face in Midsummer. Oh yes. Oh yes. I I just she's just so fantastic. Just watching, watching her do all the physical stuff as well. Obviously, a big shout out to their um, stunt doubles because they did a lot of fighting as well, and it was really fun action. Um, one of the moments I really yeah. liked was when she was talking to Alexei and Natasha in the plane and they had just rescued Alexei and then Alexei was like, "What well, are you on your period? And she's like, no, I don't get my period because they ripped out our uterus.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's then just, she like, just they like, went in, <laughs> scraped it scraped out. Scraped it pull, all out. And, and pulled it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like t- such a, I really enjoyed that it was such a graphic discussion of women's reproductive system. Like just like the joke was there and it just kept going. And it was like the fact that they were so violated is like it's on a level that it's so ridiculous that it was funny, even though it's not funny, you know, and it's just like she managed to make that work because of the way that she she gave the scene like I think it really is not easy to have something that's that layered come off as comedy like that and it worked out yeah. very well you know yeah. yeah yeah, just like
1: I also liked how practical a lot of the, the movie felt I mean nothing felt too like over CG'd or like you know too like grandious or like extravagant except for like, the
0: floating city thing except for the <laughs>
1: oh yes i actually i didn't get to see that because i got a large root beer and, I, oh. and and you know i i never go to the bathroom during during the movie but but i really had to um so i actually kind of missed that part it was it was uh the part but i you missed saw it was, falling out of the sky though i did see that part <laughs> you, you said the flying at that part it was falling right Flying, falling with style. I saw the falling city. I didn't see the flying city. Um, they were already in the flying city by the time I came back, but, um, um, but yeah. Helicopters. Okay. Um, (laughs) and, uh, but yeah, going back to like the, the fight seeds.
0: They're like right outside your window.
1: They always are. I don't know why, but like my neighborhood is just like the flight path of all helicopters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, I, and I thought, and I, I just liked how the, the fight scenes, like, just didn't, didn't seem, um, it kind of felt like, I don't, I, I don't want to say this, like, it, it, and and make it seem like it's, I'm saying it in a harsh way, like, it felt like, like, low budget, but, like, it felt more, like, practical, like, it wasn't, it <laughs> went, like, no one had any, because, again, we're dealing with, basically, uh, just a, a human who's, like, an amazing fighter, like, mm-hmm. we're not dealing with anyone with powers or anyone with, like, special suits or anything like this. It's just
0: yeah. very, like,
1: practical fighting. I mean, the only person who kind of has powers is, is Alexei. Uh, and Alexei, cause he was, yeah. Cause, yeah, Alexei, because he was, like, the first Russian super soldier, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he had his own, like, costume and get-up and everything. Like, he was, like...
0: Hilarious.
1: He was, like, a Russian hero yeah. um, back in the day. And so he, like, had super strength and stuff like that. But, um... But, uh... And it was really cool uh, seeing uh, David Harbour, um, like, in that character. Because, like, you'd love him. <laughs> yeah, because, like, you kind of get a sense of what he was like um, in the very beginning. You know, being the family, being, like, a really sweet dad. and then And yeah. then kind of being, like, a heartless spy once they get to the Cuban airport. And
0: mm-hmm. then
1: when they finally meet up with him again, he's, like, joking and, like, kind of, you know, almost like a... Like, a feel sorry for himself. He's like, he's like I could have been Russia's, like, hero, and they, yeah. they threw me in jail. Um, and, you know, and he's just, he's joking around, like, just making all these, like, funny comments and and uh, and observations and things. And it's just, it's, uh, it was weird seeing all those, like, different sides of him. It was, it was like, I couldn't, like, I liked him, obviously, but it was just, yeah. he just felt, like, kind of all over the place, but, like, in a good way.
0: Well, that's how good of an actor is. I mean we see it in obviously in his most famous role from um uh uh, what am i you know stranger uh, things yeah stranger things and he is like he has that dichotomy in that as well where he's like a grumbly cop but then he also like lost a daughter and so he's got this like super super soft side to him in that too and so like that was a big role for him he got like Skyrocket. i mean he's been an actor for a long time but it's just like after that now he could do roles like this i mean he was also in hellboy but that wasn't like a very commercially like you know very large movie but like this one i mean this and is also, a, big a lot movie. of
1: people didn't like that movie right <laughs> the remake the yeah remake but of this hellboy. one he's
0: like not in makeup you know he's he's you know just straight up showing off his acting chops and is obviously excellent Yeah, he did phenomenal. Like, David was really good. Like, he's really good. And it's Um, so funny, because in Stranger Things, he's, like, supposed to be in Russia right now, like, in the show.
1: Yeah!
0: And, like, he was... It's just, like...
1: (laughs) I bet there's so many, like, weird theories about, like, a crossover between Stranger Things and Marvel
0: now. (laughs) I know. It's... He becomes the super soldier or something.
1: He becomes the with the Red Dynamo or something. Whatever yeah, his name it's is. it's like the What's timing. It? You know,
0: it's like yeah. it's good. The red, what what
1: they call it? A red Guardian. What did he call himself? Like like Florence. Uh, Florence said like a joke name. And yeah. And then and then he. I, I think it's Red Guardian or something.
0: Yeah, something um, like that. It's just yeah, it's and, so funny. And she jokingly said like
1: Red Dynamo or something. Yeah, um,
0: that was. There's so many like I like the spy aspects like when they were trying to break him out of the jail um but also paired with like the they don't have a plan thing like it it was it was pretty funny that they just like went there with half a plan and then they were like, okay, I guess we're gonna figure out how to get him out and then the avalanche comes. And it's just like chaos and it's great. yeah um and even yeah. when they they meet Rachel Weiss's character who is also like a perfect mother figure excellent beautiful iconic rachel weiss um just like seeing her be also the like kind of spy mind like genius and having their plan go through with the whole switching of the faces thing that we'd seen in civil war um yeah. or winter, winter soldier um so that was like really great to to bring that back as well
1: yeah, and it's and, and again, still kinda like just uncovering the stuff about her as as we just learn about her because yeah, in the beginning we just see her as a mother figure and then and then everything just kinda goes silent and then we find out that, that she's like a genius, that she's like a genius yeah. scientist. With pigs, like, like living on the pigs thong, and, like and them. is just the most adorable person that you would ever meet. Um, yeah. So yeah, like a, a lot of, a lot of range with these characters that like it was just an absolute joy to just uncover as they happened. I mean, mm-hmm. it 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 was really a movie that like like I don't even the really know what ensemble shine. Yes, the ensemble shine and and just like I don't want to say, like, unpredictable, but, like, I really didn't know what to expect when I was going into this movie. I really had, to, yeah, like, we... I, and I think that was probably, like, the way for a lot of people. Because, I mean, before a Marvel movie happens, everyone has their theories and whatever. Um, yeah. You don't really know until you go and see it um, to to really know what's happening. And this... I just felt like I... I couldn't really guess like I I was just like okay I was just taking it as it came like there was just I was just experiencing it as each minute passed and there was no like predicting or being like oh what about this what about that like it just was um very well-rounded um yeah very very well-rounded story
0: and a lot of like different beats you know and that's what we really expect from a good Marvel movie I think this one was definitely up there like it is a great Marvel movie it is really jam-packed but also has a lot of really like unique themes to this character particularly and so you know that's that's the that's the good thing about Marvel is we can have all these these tales and have these stories that are obviously based on comic books that other people have already kind of put together these amazing plot lines and bad guys and stories and um, so I think this one is definitely a fun one i i definitely can't wait to watch it again because of all the action and all of the the hilarity and just watching florence Pugh again um but also scarlett johansson i mean she this is like a big again a big deal for her to be in her leading role in something um that she's been working towards in a character that she probably won't revisit again um obviously because she died <laughs> so yeah. it was like her... unless unless stuff takes place in the past
1: where black widow would yeah. be would be alive again like that's yeah. or you really know the only way that... stuff
0: but um, yeah
1: but still. oh yeah or like the yeah the the theory
0: did did i tell you about the theory that i that i saw about loki there's um, i mean it's gonna tie into dr strange and, and with wanda and everything too
1: yeah, but like I was on I was on TikTok and there was a theory like someone uh... with Kang, well, right?
0: That's your you're talking. No, about?
1: not not with Kang. It's it, it was oh. it was like someone someone noticed something in a scene with in Loki. Uh-huh. Um, so there was there was there was like a scene where everyone was looking at all the different branches being created. And under the picture, there were a bunch of different names of the areas that were that were creating these branches, creating these nexus events. And one of them said Voromir.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: there's a theory that okay. maybe the TVA went back and maybe fixed Natasha's thing and maybe she didn't die. I don't know. But like, or like that. Because the fact that it was creating a nexus event, like probably when, when she was dying... Um, whatever stuff like that.
0: Oh, um, when you get into the multiverse, it's like, what? What's Literally, gonna happen? There's endless possibilities. Okay, so like, there's no way you could predict where the story's gonna go. What is reality in that sense? After that, I mean, it's 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 just it's overwhelming. And there's there's writers about for that, which we'll talk about when we talk about Loki. yeah i'm i'm
1: excited for all the future stuff coming from marvel i just wonder if it's gonna be like chaotic or not like because because we're we're delving into some (laughs) into some crazy stuff it seems and i don't even know what to expect i mean um it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun I'll i'm gonna say that i'm
0: excited Yeah. yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be great okay well let's look at this uh what about that end credit scene? Oh yeah. That was going to say that. That was very emotional, the end credit scene. Um Yelena visits Natasha's grave and yes. we have the lady from Falcon, and, Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: I don't remember what her played, name was. Played by um, Louis, Louis
0: Julia Louis Dreyfus. Um I
1: yeah, forgot. She approaches her name. in no. Yeah, what's her
0: name? Uh, so something, something with
1: a V, right?
0: Yeah, like Vanessa or something? Let's see. Let's see, Let's see what her name was in... Um, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Okay. So she recruited in, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, she recruited the... Uh, she doing... recruited the the anti the anti cap was anti cap John, wyatt John, russell's character
1: uh what's his name? John Walker or something
0: yes something John Walker. Walker Emily good job you remembered that <laughs> I just pulled that out of my ass <laughs> yeah you're right um, um we didn't yeah, even she... mention it, but he was we didn't mention it during the podcast for that, but the, he's Kurt Russell's actual son, oh. Wyatt Russell is. I forgot oh. to mention that and I, I knew this when I was watching it too and I was like oh shit that's Wyatt Russell like I knew him from other stuff like oh um, everybody wants some um, and the playtest episode of Black Mirror and I knew that he was okay. he's it's like in the third season of Black Mirror or the second season I think uh-huh. Um, he was great in both of those things and Kurt Russell is also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because yeah. he plays Ego, and yeah. I was like, "This is like the first father-son, like they're different roles in in the yeah. same universe." <laughs> oh my goodness,
1: it's so cute. I know, so cute. I also I also heard on um, on as either Instagram or whatever today that that Henry Cavill is talking with Marvel about being in something
0: why he's superman
1: oh he doesn't have to be superman anymore (laughs) i know he can he can make so much more money coming over to marvel
0: (laughs) i bet why does he just play the witcher what if the witcher was part of the marvel universe (gasps) just like throw him in there (laughs) no 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 No. but
1: i think i I think henry could could be something real real good um I, I don't even know what what uh, what superheroes are left, but they'll find someone. There's there's millions, there's millions and billions uh, of superheroes left. They'll find, <laughs> of they'll, they'll find
0: something for him. There's tons. There's tons of them. They'll
1: they'll find some for him to do. <laughs> um. um, but yeah, so so the so the end credit scene. Um, obviously we're gonna we should put spoilers <laughs> above this. If I mean it's it's been out for a couple weeks, but you know people might have not seen it yet. Um, yes. Anyway. Spoiler alert. We're talking about the end credit scene. Um, so, so what, uh, what's Florence's character's name? Alina or something? Yelena. Elena? Yelena. Yelena. Um, she obviously works for Valentina, right? Valen. Is yes. that her name? Um,
0: yes. She and- mentioned that she needed a raise.
1: Yeah. She, she says that she needs a raise and she said, you know, you're not supposed to talk to me on my day off and blah, blah, blah. And then Valentina brings up like, do you want to know who killed your sister? And she shows her a picture of Hawkeye. Um, Which we all know is
0: not true. Is not true. You know know what happened? She literally yeeted herself off that thing. Hurt herself. She was like, I'm going. She herself, like, <laughs> restrained him and then
1: jumped off that cliff. So, no, it's not it She made not it Barton's extra
0: fault. sure that she was the one who did this, not him.
1: <laughs> For sure. And we can talk about another um, another theory. I should have sent this to you, but uh, my friend from work who'd already seen it um, mm-hmm. said that he was going to send me a link to a BuzzFeed article um, after I'd seen the movie. Okay. I, I don't know if you saw it. Um no. But it was, uh, and we could post it on our... Social media or whatever—I don't know, whatever. Um, but, uh, so not sure what that's what that's gonna tie into, either another movie or I know something Hawkeye related is supposed to be a show, but I know it, it's not gonna do with Barton. It's gonna do with something else, like another, mm, like, yeah, the person who takes up the Hawkeye, like mantle. Um, okay, because like, like Barton's—that's that—that's where I, yes. I yes. thought it was going to be Barton's daughter, but it, but there's also right. someone else yeah. in the in this in the comic universe that takes up that also becomes Hawkeye as well that isn't
0: his daughter. So I don't know. I don't I know what forgot about that entirely. I completely forgot that that was going to become a show with his daughter because they think yeah. they cast it as well. Yeah, um. I th- I think that's that's
1: that's going to be coming up in the next like couple of years. I thought like it's 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 on the it was on like the first wave of post like yeah. Disney Plus releasing stuff
0: uh-huh. like it
1: was, in, it was in that whole in that whole smorgasbord, I don't know, whatever stuff coming out <laughs> um, yes. the whole phase the whole phase, yes, phase 11 or something whatever the hell phase we're on <laughs> um, and uh, and so I hear a lot of theories about Florence possibly becoming the next Black Widow character um, makes sense Right. The, what was it? The BuzzFeed article I read, I should have sent it to you because it's just like, it's just like what, what makes, uh, like watching Black Widow now makes like these, like this scene a lot more emotional. It's like in, uh, Endgame or something or in Infinity War, like Natasha's wearing the jet, the vest that, that, um, that Florence she is? character gets, yes, I, I need to, I need to just send you this right now. <laughs> this it's is just, like, I'm going to oh. send you this, this link oh. right now and there's a theory that um that Natasha offed herself over Barton because um the theory is that y- Yelena what's her name Yelena Yelena um, yes Yelena got got taken away in the blip in the in the in the thing oh, so well she that killed makes herself she, in order to bring her sister back yeah she probably oh yeah. definitely
0: that that yeah, makes yeah. so much sense i mean obviously lots of people left in the blip and yeah yeah you know. i need to i need to send this to and you. she looked very sad eating that sandwich in endgame so i bet her sister left
1: oh for sure she was
0: sad sandwich sure. in that
1: movie for sure okay i'm sending alessandra this uh this Me? buzzfeed article we will also post it wherever i don't know we can post it i don't know we'll post it after we post this episode obviously this, or at this the same like, time.
0: GIF of Florence on the, the beginning of this article. She's like flying her head back and forth. God, I love her so much. It's a it's um, a really
1: quick read. You read it while I'm while I'm reading the plot keywords and getting started on the Metascore. You you got it, buddy. All right. Here we go. Plot keywords we got for Black Widow are superheroine Marvel Cinematic Universe, based on comic book superhero and spy. Cool. I can't believe yeah, okay.
0: this. I, ca- I can't I... believe it, this. This vest situation. Yes, yes. The vest is very important. It's very important. Uh, yeah, she's wearing it throughout Infinity War. Um, it totally makes sense that she would. She would have been blipped. Um, For sure. For sure. You know. For chance, sure. So, um, and she also didn't really age as well, but nobody ages. I mean, no, <laughs> no. The no. age difference between Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson is like ten years or something. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Like Florence well, is I, like.
1: I, I think they did something to make to make. Um... Natasha look a little younger in this in this movie, right? Cuz she looked she looked like she was a, like a little, I don't know, like very slightly. Very slightly obviously. I mean, Scarlett Johansson hasn't hasn't changed at all in these in these past however many years
0: she how, however many years old she is. Um Um well she was born in 84 and whoa. Florence Pugh was born in 96, like I said. Um so she's 10 years older than us. Yeah. So she's 12 wow. years older than Florence Pugh, who admittedly looks older. Like she has, she's always looked this way. Like she kind of can play a character that's 30 ish. And you would be like, sure. How How old is Florence? She's 25. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But when she was like in Midsummer, she was like, Twenty-two? Twenty-one? Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Midsummer came out, yeah, a couple of years ago. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, For I mean. sure. It's that raspy voice she's got. She's got, like, she when she grew up, she had, uh, her throat, like, has something up with its, um, vocal cords or something, like, they're, like, she had some kind of, uh inflammation or disease that was like
1: like in pitch perfect she got nodes
0: yeah i think it's like something similar to that but she had to get like surgeries and things when she was younger um oh, wow so she's had this kind of like raspy voice since she was a kid Um am i surprised you know this no
1: because alessandra is high key in love with Florence, <laughs>
0: <Pitt>, so <laughs> yeah. of
1: course she knows yeah. this
0: it's just a thing about her. Is it that weird? I would <laughs> I never this. look this stuff up, though. I didn't look it one. up. It just—I mean, she's been you in my up. in my circles for you know some time now, and I I do also watch like every single story that she posts on Instagram. So,
1: okay. We're not—we're not doubting—we're Are... not doubting, we're not doubting <laughs> that you're a super fan and that you love her. I'm not doubting it.
0: I haven't seen all of her movies.
1: That's true. How, how many more do we have left? Should we do a Florence Pugh um, <laughs> episode? There's quite a few. She's like we haven't done one of those in so long. Where we just talk about one actor or actress or like director. We haven't done we haven't done that since Kira Knightley. I don't think
0: that was like our third episode. Only. That was when we had, we didn't know what to talk about, and now we have too much things to talk about. We've had like two hundred and. 60 something episodes that we've posted on our soundcloud so this was five years ago
1: (laughs) yeah i mean honestly listeners if this is something you want us to to do again we did it once way back in the day Uh, but uh we'll do it again i mean these these (laughs) movies will always be around for us to talk about so like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter all, um, right. all right. Metascore. I'm moving
0: over to the Metascore. So it's it's got it's got a 67 Metascore, which is pretty good. It's in the green. Um I honestly got... thought it
1: would be higher. Yeah. But so, someone must have hated it. Well, there's two negative reviews. Oh, there you there's go. There's
0: 15 mixed reviews and 38 positive reviews.
1: Wow. Let's uh let's go down to the bottom here. I mean that let's see, there's some. Let's see what the hell happened.
0: The San Francisco Chronicle absolutely hated it. it. Says Black Widow is what happens when movies abandon human values for the emotional deadness and emptiness of the superhero movie. Um, what? Okay. <laughs> um, no. That is very harsh. Um, very harsh.
1: I completely do not agree with this. It. I think Marvel has brought a lot of of human values and an emotional aliveness to their very to their very lovely characters i don't know I'm biased don't don't talk to me <laughs> i We're very
0: biased. I will
1: um, die for Marvel <laughs> so that, for sure um but no, I mean, I mean, people have a lot of a lot of love and heart for these characters, and 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 I think I think they've shown great emotional range, in, in a lot of these movies. So like, I don't know what emptiness, like, like sure, like, is Star Lord an empty hero? Maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, he he's just kind of a he he's kind of sucks. There. I mean, but like, you just have to. Okay, I, I'm not saying all of them are, are, are good, but not all of them are bad. So like, there you go. That's what I'm gonna say. That's that's where I'm gonna leave it. Clearly, this person is not charmed by Florence Pugh, <laughs> which which I find very hard to believe.
0: Uh, maybe they're they're so twisted around in so many ways that they just gave it such a bad review because they liked it so much that that they hate it. I don't know. I'm just I'm trying. I think um, I think
1: they just hated it for some reason. Um, by I the way, really... I loved seeing all the other Black Widows. Like, oh yeah, it'd be kind of fun to to maybe see like a like a like a spinoff of of one of the Black Widows. Like, you know, see if if like if there's a comic about a, a a Black Widow that you know got out and and like did their own cool thing. Like, yeah. not like Natasha, but like someone else. Like, that'd be cool.
0: Well, um, I mean, I think Yelena is like the best way to move forward with this this storyline and it just it makes the most sense but obviously it's not going to be what we think is going to be because of the whole valentina thing so right you know got to keep us on our toes we don't know what she's doing there we don't know what that exactly that fast talking julia louise dreyfus is gonna do (laughs) She's
1: she's got something planned, and we don't know what it is. She's playing the middle for sure. She's yeah, like something going on. Um, Um, I want to read one of these one of these mixed reviews. Yeah, read one of the mixed. There's quite a few of them. Um, I'm gonna read. Uh, the, the, Telegraph. Uh, -hmm. they gave it a sixty. Um. For the most part, it's as briskly enjoyable. Whoa. Well, <laughs> oh. <laughs> got notes? Whoa, maybe. Okay. <clears throat> for the most part, it's as briskly enjoyable as the studio's output tends to be, with likable characters trading polished repartee, uh, while large computer generated objects explode convincingly in the background. Yet, perhaps for the first time, the briskness often doesn't sit right with the material at hand.
0: Valid. Uh, all right. I don't know. I'm going to read the 63 from Washington post as gratifying as it is that Johansson has finally gotten the movie. Her character has long deserved not to mention a worthy and equally watchable foil and pew black widow simultaneously feels like too much and too little does Ivanya Natasha, we hardly knew ye.
1: (laughs) Okay, so is that, is that kind of what, I mean, is that what people are not liking about this movie, is that we still don't really know too much about Natasha, and now she's just gone, like, I I mean, yeah, I'll admit this is a very small, like, I mean, they really tried to, like, sum it all up in that first scene, and like, that, that creepy montage, Um, but overall, I thought the, I thought the timeline that they chose and like the story within this timeline that they chose was, was, was fun. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe looking back, we, we still don't know too much about Natasha that, you know, we, it's still kind of like a same idea about her, but for some reason watching this movie, I, I felt like I, like it it felt like it felt like Natasha Romanoff it felt like watching Black Widow like in the other movies but still like yeah. different like it didn't yeah. it didn't quite feel the same as like the other movies that we've gotten her um gotten her in and which is why I'm not going to I'm going to I'm going to play it safe and just just ride along in the middle with this movie I didn't hate it and mm-hmm. but I do I think it's the best Marvel movie ever no because what like, when 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 we went in or before we went in to go see the movie, um, I guess all the reviews that we'd been hearing or whatever is that this that Black Widow's the best Marvel movie ever made. I don't think that's true. Mm. Um I think there are definitely some better ones that were made. Um but but I mean, is this the is is this the standard that I've that I've set myself up for Marvel for Marvel movies going forward? Yes, and I think it definitely reached that standard that I now hold Marvel at. Like there's no like we're not making any more Iron Man twos here. Like we gotta like like there's a standard now and I and I think and I think this is continuing that standard. Um for me at least. That was a great thesis, Emily. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um yeah. It only got one one hundred, so we have to read it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Original Sin <laughs> gave it a one hundred. Um Shortland has given us a fast-paced movie with action sequences, character depth, and very subtle social and, and political subtext about the way women are seen, treated, and exploited in the world.
0: A plus. Boom, bam, done. Hands down. Right there. Boom, bam, boom, themes, bam, done. Themes that a woman director put into this, even though this was written by men, for sure. Let's well, go. Well, <laughs> from a man's perspective, it's probably not as valid as it should be.
1: But it's still being said, and it's still important to know about. Yep. Um All right. Is that is that is that officially the end of Black Widow for us?
0: I think so. Maybe I'll go see it again in theaters, but <laughs> so um many of you may have noticed, but we got a TikTok. Uh oh, sure. our yes. handle is I'll buy the popcorn podcast. Is is there and... an at at the beginning? Is is that how no. TikTok works? No, I don't, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> I think you can just search it. And it'll show up. And uh, we posted yeah. a story today. That was as we were recording this that I edited together. So we're gonna try to bring you some stuff in the future, possibly. It just takes me a minute to edit things. So we'll and see. I don't know how to do
1: anything. So we are purely relying on Alessandra and her availability. <laughs> I mean, I could I can make TikToks. They just won't be good um they don't have to be y- good and they they probably won't be anything about the the episode the podcast episode at all because i won't have any of the footage alisange will have all the footage
0: that's okay like you can do other film related things as well this is our yes. film tiktok
1: i'll we'll tire everyone air- out I'll tire everyone out with all the trends that are happening, and I'll make movie-related trends to the things that are happening on TikTok that uh, literally millions and billions of people are already making. I'll I will do that for I'll do that just for you guys. I will do yeah. that. <laughs> I and was just I will proud do that. I am lying through my teeth. I will not do any of that. I'll try. I'll,
0: <laughs> I will try my best. We're not quippy enough, but I do. I was very proud of it. It's just a little bit of our downton. Um, shenanigans, which are always very fun. So, go check that out.
1: Yes, you posted it. You posted it before posting it, or as you posted the episode, like it. It's like the same time. The same time. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. Well, that was Black Widow. We are very excited to see what comes next. We'll probably talk about Loki at some point. Um. But that's a little bit of an episode in the making. But uh, yes. just. Look forward to that. We will be talking about Loki as it has completed. Um, But uh, that was Black Widow. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, Please follow our social media. We now have TikTok. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, follow us on there. We'll try and have some fun content for you. Um, And uh, there's Twitter, at By The Popcorn, and Instagram, at All By The Popcorn Podcast. We also have Facebook, just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and like our page. We have a YouTube channel, All By The Popcorn Podcast, and subscribe to that. Um, and uh, if you just want to email us, say hello, give us any suggestions for future episodes, please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we also have some merch, so please, please check that out. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for listening,
0: everybody. Bye. Goodbye.